And he's a little angry and salty tonight, and I kind of like it. I kind of like the angry Kirby. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 150 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always, it's been a long time since I've said this, but the good doctor... Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you this week, buddy? I am doing well. I'm excited to, you know, be doing this at a little bit of a different time. Uh, the, the reality of it is this is one of those things I look forward to every week and uh, always enjoy the conversation. And when we get to do it out of rhythm, that's always fun, too. How are you? It is. It, I'm doing great. It is a deep night unscripted, which is one of the things I think we've done maybe six or eight of them. Always fun, mm-hmm. which means we are generally enjoying the cocktails we do this because of yes. travel schedules. We're doing this at night. So yep. um, I'm not sure. I believe you're drinking a beer. What, were you, what are you I drinking am. again? It's uh, one of the Hosman Brewing beers, the Colonel Broadhead Kolsch. I have not had that. Um, I've had yeah. many of your other beers, and they're very tasty. I am having a gin and tonic. It is summertime, nice. and I'm at an undis- undisclosed location of my choosing, which I yeah. will not reveal uh, either today or at a time of my choosing. Um, <laughs> fair, fair. No, but I'm enjoying a nice gin and tonic. But you know what else I enjoy, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be the good people at Common Skew. You know, we talk a lot about Common Skew, and they are really devoted to helping modern distributors remove the friction from the buying process. And that's from ideation to invoicing. Common Skew is going to help every distributor, and and I know you're a customer, so I know you not only know this, you hear me talk about it, but you experience it. Mm -hmm. Help you streamline your workflow, connect your teams, impress your clients, collaborate with suppliers, and gosh darn it, grow your business. So it's a pretty robust platform and i know you've touched on this and, and I, i'd like you to add a little bit but they're constantly evolving the yeah. common skew platform yeah it's so funny i mean i was uh, i've been a customer since 2014 and um actually mark and Catherine came and visited us um this past summer and they were like hey have you tried this hey are you using this feature yeah. hey are you doing this and they put us around a table and i was ish- i was embarrassed that we weren't and the moment that they kind of showed us we're like oh gosh each one of these new features uh, you know they are working hard to improve the platform every day and and i mean it several of the things that they uh showed us that day all of us across the company are using and that that's pretty cool that's really amazing and and you know we, we touched on this the most important thing about common skew is they employ people who care they care very yeah. deeply about your success and the success of every distributor partner over at pro or at uh, common skew so if you want to learn more about how common skew can remove the friction from your workflow and gosh darn it why wouldn't you yeah. go ahead and visit commonskew.com you won't be sorry you did now kirby before we launch into what i believe is actually going to be a gin soaked uh platinum level <laughs> broadcast yeah wheels I, off oh well, yeah the wheels are flying <laughs> off a little bit um i do want to remind everybody that the podcast uh this and all promo corner podcasts are available on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher and now spotify all you have to do use the handy search function in the podcast listing environment you choose and type in promo corner and just hit that handy subscribe button. Gosh darn it, you won't be sorry you did because you get to hear the dulcet tones of Kirby Hossman's voice in your ear at a time of your choosing. <laughs> I love it. I right. love it. Are you? Do you want to start us off with a uh, topic today, Curbs? Yeah, I'll, I'll or do you jump want me to go? off. 
No, I'm right. good. Let's do it. So, it, so you know, as we are recording this, uh, certainly the Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. was the, the sort of the big movie that just came out. Mm-hmm. And one of the big concerns was, and, and I'll be candid with you, I've not... I enjoy those movies, but I'm not like the hardcore fan guy. Right. But I went and saw it because I just was convinced someone was going to ruin it for me um, with a spoiler. And the other, like Game of Thrones, is a huge, um, a huge cultural phenomenon. Now, Correct. now I'm not a, a fan. I don't watch Game of Thrones, yeah. but but I am blown away by the number of people who put obvious spoilers out onto Facebook with the idea that it's just like, hey, tough, tough shit, man. I'm, I'm telling everybody what is happening, and I don't get that. Like, I, I, I'm not a fan of Game of Thrones, and I saw a couple people post things that I'm like, you're a jerk. I don't understand the idea of stealing people's joy because they want to, you know, I'm assuming you're a fan of the same thing they are. And I wanted your perspective on this because I don't get it. No, I, I would agree with you. First of all, with games of Game of Thrones, I've never seen an episode, but I know the elves win in the end. That's all I know. <laughs> um, actually, I don't. <laughs> I've never seen Game of Thrones. I gave up Dungeons and Dragons as a seven-year-old boy. So now I'm getting a lot of hate mail for people like Game <laughs> of Thrones. No, and I, I actually, it's one of those shows I know I will watch and I'll probably really enjoy when I can actually just like watch it when I want. Yeah. Um, I, like you, I think you, you said it perfectly. You're robbing people of their joy, and I think it's kind of a byproduct of the culture we've created in the news media yeah. where everybody wants to be first. It's like knowledge has become a, a, um, a commodity, and it's become currency. So I yeah. know something you don't know, and just to prove it, I'm going to put it out there on social media, and if I piss somebody off, well, that's their problem. They shouldn't have read it, and, and I agree with you. So I did see uh, Avengers Endgame last weekend, and I thought it was really cool how you know Batman fought with Shazam <laughs> and then beat up Superman. Oh, that's the wrong movie. Yeah, no, but I, no, I agree. I, and, and what I, I will tell you, though, so I'm going to take a little bit of a different route. I was actually pleased that it was a week and three days after Avengers Endgame came out. I had zero idea what was going to happen. Right. And so I thought actually for the most part the Marvel Universe, the people who really love those movies. And when I think of those movies, I think of Rick Green because I know how much he loves those movies. Um, Boy, I had no clue. And so I was able to enjoy the movie in a as pure of an environment as I possibly could. Um, Again, so I'm not a Game of Thrones guy, but I do think it's shitty, right? And I I get the fact that people want to talk about it. It's a cultural phenomenon. And I'm sure it's a great show, by the way. I don't want to disparage the show. I've never seen it, so I really have no, nothing positive or negative to say about it. I don't know anything about it. But I think it's shitty for people to try to ruin the experience of others because it is a big deal. The series is coming to an end. And when it's winding down to, as you said, so adroitly to take somebody else's joy just because you want to share something is a really crappy thing to do. Yeah, but here's the thing, dude. The idea that somehow you're saying, well, I want to talk about it. You know what? I've talked about it plenty. I just start with, hey, have you seen the damn movie? Like, otherwise, you're just being a jerk. And I really don't see another explanation of it. It's selfish, uh, narcissistic. Like, just let, let other people enjoy it. And so that's a, it goes back to the idea that if you want to tie it back to it, it's like, unfortunately, in some ways, I've said everybody's a media company in today's world. 
And not everybody's earned that right. No, I agree. Not everybody has learned that right. And and I will tell you, for all you listeners, Kirby Hosman's email address is kirbyhosmanmarketing.com. <laughs> He's a little angry and salty tonight, and I kind of like it. I kind of like the angry Kirby. I tell you what, you can bring that one because I, you will not convince me that no, I'm wrong I, on that one. Actually, I think you're right, and if anybody thinks you're wrong, they're wrong. Yeah, feel free to email me. All right, Kirby. So I want to talk about a little bit, um, a little industry topic here, the liquidation of Heritage Sportswear. I'm sure you've seen this. So I have. Heritage Sportswear was um, last year our 10th largest supplier in the industry. Mm-hmm. And I believe, might be wrong on this, but they were Gildan's, Gildan was their largest customer, or they were Gildan's largest customer. So not only has Heritage Sportswear begun their liquidation, Gildan's um, earnings are in a steep decline. So Q1 2018 versus Q1 2019, they are down 67%. Wow. Yeah. But what I found interesting, so I was was just kind of keeping up with it, so it was a court-ordered liquidation um, of Heritage Sportswear. They, of course, a liquidation takes months. You have to un, you have yeah. to kind of undo a lot of knots. But what's interesting, and I was floored by this, they are still accepting orders. Really? They are Heritage. still accepting and processing orders. And I want to know, as a distributor, as someone who relies on a partnership with your supplier, when on God's green earth would you ever, when you know a supplier and i'm so sorry we all hate it right but a supplier is liquidating we hate all the people who are being affected by that but when would you put an order through them why would you yeah it's a it what's interesting is heritage sportswear is very close to where yeah. i am no and um, i know you've done quite a bit of business with heritage right over so the years. but that being said uh yeah i i think that's one of those things that Boy, I, I, I really hope that people are at least staying on top of it and saying, you know, having constant communication with the people internally, because it, it feels like that's one of those risks where you're literally going, you know what, I bet they're going to be in business for the next two days, three yeah. days. Well, it, day. might, it's like, it might be the next a, well, it might be in the next two hours. <laughs> yes, exactly. It is well, that's a judge, what I'm saying. It's a bet. Yeah, it is a court-ordered process, so nobody really has control except a judge. Right. Yeah. And so I guess the in answer to your question, I personally would put the kibosh on any orders going through something like that through my company. Um, mm-hmm. I think each situation is certainly different, but gosh, I can't, I, I don't let know. Me, I, me, I don't know how I would do that. Let me ask you a deeper question. So the industry, we, we always talked about, and you and I have been in the industry a long time. The industry is now becoming a lot less fractured than it's ever been with mm-hmm. consolidations, um, mergers, and then obviously supplier closings. Is this reducing competition in your mind? You know, I'm sure, I don't know that I give a ton of thought to it. I, I think partially because I have, I'm not a person who does business with 2,500 suppliers. You know what I mean? Like, so I, like the people who I'm doing business with on a regular basis are still the same, essentially, essentially the same group of people I'm doing business with. Is it decreasing uh, competition in some way? Maybe, but I'm not well, feeling it. Okay, do you worry about it in the future, though, that maybe in four or five years, there's only five or six super suppliers that supply everything in the industry, and the middle ground, you know, as we see the class system in our society break down into the haves and haves nots, do you see that middle class getting squeezed out to a point where you just have the suppliers that have everything, and then you have your every once in a while outlier suppliers that have something that is maybe unique and things like that? Yeah, I- 
I think that's probably one of those things, Bill, that you're better at thinking at than I am. Like, I don't, I don't spend a lot of time worrying about that. I think it's one of those where, because it, it, I guess here, let me let me put it this way: every time I deal with a super supplier, not every time, but there are times when yeah. a supplier clearly gets too big, right? Yep. In my experience, often the service drops off, and we tend to move our business elsewhere. And you know, once they get to a certain level where they they seemingly can't keep up, um, and at least so far, there's always another good supplier lining up to accept our business. And so my hope is is that trend continues. I think there will be more consolidation. I think there will be all For of sure. that. But so far, it hasn't. I haven't gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't know where to go. I, I will say this, and then let's move on to another topic. Sure. But I do think that the um, consolidation is accelerating. And I do mm-hmm. think the industry that we have today is radically different than the industry we will be experiencing in two years. Yeah, okay. I'll buy that. Okay. Kirby, do you have... Kirby! <laughs> do you have another question? Topic? I have... Uh, yeah, okay. So do you want industry or non-industry? Kirby, dealer's choice. Okay. So I guess I'll go personal on this oh, one. So okay. you know this. Um, my oldest daughter mm-hmm. uh, left for uh, a job with Carnival Cruise Lines mm-hmm. uh, this past Friday. Um, Is there any chance I, she's going to be on the cruise I'm taking in October? Uh, where are you sailing out of? Uh, I am sailing out of Miami or Miami. As uh, as no. Okay. No, she's going to be on the West Coast. Okay. But That'd be cool, uh, by the way. Yeah, it would be totally cool. Um, but I guess, you know, uh, my she had gone to college. I'd lived through that. And that was, you know, it's always like a little bit emotional. Mm-hmm. But th- for whatever reason, this one was really tough. Yeah. And I think it's just because it's like, okay, seven months. See ya. Yeah. Um, and I have no uh, understanding of what parents who send their kids off to the mer- uh, military go through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to compare this. Please don't take it that I am. But the idea that you're not going to see them for this extended period of time is, yeah. I struggled so far with this. And I, I I, I'm that. curious curious to know like what you think you're going to go through when, when the boy, I mean, because much, and I guess here's how I'd tie it. I've got Skylar leaving. Yep. Two weeks I got Jade graduating. Two weeks after that she moves to college in, in Columbus. So I'm going from full house to empty house yeah. quick. And you're going to do that same thing. So yeah. how do you think you and Sandy will deal with that? Yeah, that's a great question, Kirby. I'm so glad you've asked. I don't know. It'll be very interesting. (laughs) You know, we have talked about it. And and actually, so uh, for people who aren't aware, I have 16-year-old twin boys. They are uh, rising juniors, which means they are, you know, finishing their sophomore year of high school. So we'll be looking at colleges. I don't know. Um, I think it'll be very interesting. Um, It's a... It's a tough question because, you know, you, you think about it, but it's one of those things that I know that what you plan for in reality are far different. So you can plan. It's one of those things you can plan for and plan for and plan for. And then it happens and it's nothing like you expected. So that's totally that's been my experience. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, I know, you know, having your daughter leave and I know it's something she's been working towards. I think yeah. it's probably the first time you say goodbye. Right. Right. It's it's not. Yeah. It, it's always I'll see you soon. It's always I'll see you around the bend. But there's a there's a when when it's seven months, that's yeah. a significant period of time, and especially being on. It's not like she's down the road at Ohio State University. Right. Or that's it. up the road in in Cleveland. It's different. She's yeah. on a ship. 
and that's that's so I think you're asking me a question I don't know if I can really answer to be honest with you because I I haven't experienced it so what I will tell you though is I think knowing you and knowing Amy and knowing your daughters uh, a little bit um, I think the emotion you should feel more than anything is pride I think you are a, a really good human being and uh, no. <laughs> uh, no let me phrase that i think you are i know your wife is so between the two of you i know you have raised daughters who are always going to be tied to you and so yeah. you may say goodbye they're always coming back sure and that's a testament to the family you've created and so yeah, I, can, I, can, I like I said, I can sympathize right now because I, but I can't empathize just because I haven't gone through right. it. But yeah. I think, um, again, um, kudos to you and Amy for the family you've raised. Thanks, man. Thanks. So. And and hey, anybody who has lived through it that listens to this podcast that wants to give me advice that doesn't include you know, drinking heavily or crying at the dinner table, feel free to reach out and let me know. Okay, so. <laughs> That, that uh, covers the, dep- the depression portion of the podcast. So let's yeah. move on to something else. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> real, real quick. Um, but in, in, in all seriousness, Kirby, you guys have done a wonderful job with your daughters. And I, I know it's probably, it's different, right? It's quiet. Uh, It'll get better. Well, Jade's, Jade's still here. <laughs> I, yeah, for now. And, and I know, but for now. It's yeah, all good. Cool. All right. So I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Christopher Ruvo at ASI wrote a great article on at ASI about Trump's impact on our industry. Donald Trump being our 45th president of the United States. I'm mm-hmm. sure you're familiar with Donald Trump, correct? Yeah, I've, I've seen some of his work. Excellent. Well, he's, the, he's got that wheat-colored uh, cotton candy hair. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so some key takeaways from this, and it's from industry pros like Larry Cohen, Craig, Craig Nadell, and Rich Carrillo, all of which we know very well. So the consensus that Trump's policies have certainly bolstered the economy, sparking growth and encouraging hiring, but there was also consensus that the trade disputes, and one came out this week, so those have fired back up. The trade disputes mm-hmm. with China have made the promo business more challenging, at least in the short term. So you know, he is, in my opinion, the first president with a brand that we've ever mm-hmm. seen, right? He came into office with a brand. You look at all his uh, hotels, all his buildings, it's Trump, 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 Trump. Sure. But the fact is, the G, the, and, and this is not a political discussion. I don't want hate mail. I don't have, I'm not going to answer it. Neither will you. I'm going to speak for you on this. But from an economic perspective, the gross domestic product is up almost 3%. It's up 2.9%. And unemployment is now below 4%. So, as an independent distributor, which you are, how have Trump's policies impacted your business? You know, I think that I think it's different for a distributor and a supplier. I actually really, um, I, I would say, from the most part, it hasn't uh, affected my business that much. Though I I sell into a, you know a manufacturing you know kind of that American made market, and so in that way, I think it's been positive for me. But I I look this is this is a topic that I always look at and go. Oh my God, I feel bad for suppliers because most of our suppliers are importing things. And the idea that you talk about a moving target, I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine it. I, I, I truly can't. 
Um, and so, um, the, like, I know that so many times in our industry, it's always like, you know, distributors versus suppliers. This is one where, for me, and, and thanks, really, advice from you. Oh, really? Because it was like, it gave me an opportunity to show up to my clients as an expert by saying, hey, here's what's going on. Oh, to get in front of things, right? Yeah. So so from a distributor perspective, it's been positive. From a supplier perspective, I just feel like every time Trump tweets, they got to be going, son of a... (laughs) And so I guess what I would say is, I'm so sorry, suppliers. That's what I got. it, it It is interesting. I do, you know, again, the economic policies, the, you know... I think short term, obviously, the decrease in taxes has helped a lot of people. But mm-hmm. I think also as good stewards of the nation, as I hope all citizens are, you look at those short term tax cuts and you worry about what does that look like in 10 years? Right. What society are we leaving for our children and our children's children? And I don't want to get all weepy here. So, yeah, that's fair. We've already done that. We have. So, Kirby, <laughs> it is now time to name the promo person of the week. I love it. And it's my turn this week, if I remember correctly. So You are. Thank you. It is dedicated to highlight the one person in the promo industry. Age, gender affiliation, gosh darn it, Kirby, doesn't matter. It's the right. one person who's grabbing our attention, making us take notice. And, and the person I am picking this week is the one and only Roger Burnett. And I will tell you okay. why. So yeah. Roger, Roger um, is a, a friend of both of ours, yep. but he has really taken a stand building a distributor business based on social good. In fact, mm-hmm. the name of his company is Social Good Promotions. So uh, Roger started Promo Cares, mm-hmm. and he's now fusing business with a philanthropy perspective. And it's a very difficult tightrope for anybody to walk. And I think you know Roger is walking that tightrope as best as anybody could. And he's so right. passionate about what he's doing. And it's a word I love, and it's a word I've kind of adopted here. It's contagious. Um, mm. And, and uh, I, I think Roger is really trying to do something very, very different in the promotional products uh, space. And so yeah. what Roger's trying to do, I admire because it's different. Yeah. And so it's going to spark some controversy. It's going to spark conversation. And it's going to spark scrutiny, quite frankly. Um, but I will tell you, I think he is doing the best that he can do, which is a really good job. So I will say Roger Burnett is the promo person of the week. And he, um, I don't know if you're packing him this week in your warehouse or I am, but we're going to pack those virtual high fives and ship <laughs> off a good quality box of those off to the good doctor. He's also a good doctor, Roger Burnett. Yeah, and here's what I would say. You know, I just got a chance to hang out with Roger, as did you at the OPA event. And you had said he's trying something new, right? So it's going to be scrutiny. It's going to be conversation. I actually think what is going to happen is it's going to create uh, copies. Um, Because candidly, I think what he's trying to do is super interesting, and it's a very interesting conversation for for him to have, for him yeah. to walk in and go, this is what we're all about. Well, and I think other people are going to look at it and go, well, I want to have a piece of that. Yeah, well, it's definitely a differentiator. And I know every distributor yep. looks a way to differentiate themselves. In it, but I will tell you someone else. Kudos, Roger. Di- yeah, kudos, Roger. Someone else who's differentiated themselves, Kirby. Who's that, Bill? Oh, thank you so much for asking, Kirby. That'd be the good, good strongs at Tervis. You know, one of the great things about Tervis is they're sustainable. You know, mm-hmm. Um, we know that you know you keep a piece of Tervis drinkware. I guarantee you, if I look in your 
uh, cabinet over there in your kitchen in Coshocton, Ohio, I will see some Tervis drinkware that you may have you had will. for years, right? Yep, so Tervis has partnered with Four Oceans for a beach cleanup on Siesta Key, not the TV show, but the actual beach. And according to Four Ocean, which does cleanups year-round across the world, this is their largest turnout with almost 1,500 registered participants. They were able to collect wow. Over 10,000 pieces of plastic, including straws and cigarettes and plastic bottles and plastic cutlery and plastic bags, foam cups, bottle caps. Really amazing. The, at Tervis, they're super passionate about our, the oceans, and they care about the creatures you call it home. They're very committed to making it better, and they have been for 72 years. So sustainability is not something that's new and let's latch on to something that everybody cares about. They've been doing this for 72 years. Wow. And it's not because it's trendy. It's because it's the right thing to do. So one of the great things is, I don't know if you know this, Tervis offers a leading industry guarantee that ensures any product that's defective, right? There are products that are always going to be defective just through the manufacturing sure. process or whatever. If it's deemed defective and returned to them, they replace it with a new one. But what they do with that return drinkware is, I love this, they not just recycle it, but they upcycle it into new usable materials to prevent any contribution to the waste stream. Which I is really it. cool, right? Yeah, and absolutely. We've, and we've talked about that Tervis Q2 promo that includes two of their most popular items, both the 12-ounce stainless steel tumbler and the 24-ounce classic tumbler, and it's on special now through June 30th. Visit TervisPromos.com for more information. Kirby, are they going to be sorry that they did? They will not be sorry they did. You're damn right, Kirby. All right, I have a theme for Fill in the Blank this week. Are you ready for this? I am ready. My theme is Ohio, Kirby. You live in <laughs> okay. Ohio. You've called Ohio home your entire life. Yes. Kirby, outside of Coshocton, your favorite city in Ohio is blank, and it's the, the reason is blank. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would say that probably my favorite city in Ohio is Columbus. Uh, Columbus has a little bit of everything for me. A, it's, it's very easy to get to. Uh, you know that I'm kind of a small town guy. I actually like the speed of all of that. But if I'm going to a city, I feel like you've got the uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, you've got good food, you've got entertainment. That's where a lot of the races and big stuff like that happen. Uh, obviously the capital of the great state of Ohio. So Columbus is my uh, favorite city city in Ohio outside of the great city of Coshocton, of course. All right. So I have a theme as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So my theme is pets. All right. Yes. Yeah. Pets. So, okay. All right. Pets. And I, and this is one of those where we're going to test how well I know you. I think I know you, but we're going to, I'm going to jump in here. Okay. So for Bill Petrie, the best kind of pet is dog, dog all day long. Dogs are the best. <laughs> Dogs love you unconditionally, and they don't really judge you, whereas I feel like cats are constantly judging you, mm -hmm. and uh, cats are just angry, um, and I know there's a lot of cat <laughs> lovers out there. I've just never really met a cat that was warm and loving, and I know they're out there, but for me, it's got to be a dog, Kirby. Got to be a dog. Love it. Love it. Okay, cool. And Kirby, let me ask you another fill in the blank question this time so much more clearly because we've now recorded this section 476 times <laughs> folks uh, that's right sometimes uh, the uh, sometimes uh technology just doesn't really want to play nicely this has been one of those weeks so kirby blank is the one thing you love about ohio that you simply can't get anywhere else you know, it, based on this being the third or fourth time I've asked this question, I've had a little bit more time than usual to answer it. I think that the mentality of the people, I, I think it's okay. a, it's a Midwestern state. I think that's one of the things that you think about when you think about the Midwest is is just friendly, 
caring, giving people. I, I know that's one of those things that a lot of places can say, but I, I do feel that about Ohio. That's, that's a great, great answer. In fact, at this point, you've probably memorized all the, <laughs> all the fill-in-the-blank. So, Kirby, what is your next fill-in-the-blank? Yeah, so I kind of figured you would say dog as, mm-hmm. as the best pet. But if not a dog, the kind of pet you would have would be? Yeah, and, and I haven't given this an ounce of thought since I, you asked me. <laughs> um, so it's going to be the same answer, quite honestly. Okay. It's fish. I, I love I, I had fish, and I'm talking like a big tank, not like a goldfish or so, a beta or something like that, but something with a little bit, uh, maybe a saltwater fish tank. I really find that very peaceful. It's not really a pet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not going to get a feral hog or a rooster or something <laughs> weird like that or a ferret, um, but um, I do like fish. I really yeah. love, I find that very calming, very, yeah. very calming. I like that. I like that. It, like you said, I mean, it's a pet, but it's also like a like a piece of furniture. Yeah. Yeah. It, cool. It's the best of all worlds. All right, Kirby, someone is coming to Ohio from London, England, and they only have five hours to spend at one tourist attraction. Yes. Where do you send them? Yeah, I think the answer is consistently Cedar Point. I think that's yeah. one of those parks that we have in, in Ohio that is really – like. and the funny thing is I don't really care for – um, roller coasters, but yeah, man, I don't, if you like roller coasters, yeah. that is the place to go. Yeah, I don't like roller coasters either. Um, I don't like rides that generally that simulate death, so <laughs> I, I don't like um, roller coasters. But I do know, know that is a roller coaster mecca. Yeah, for sure. Um, in in Sandusky, I'm still surprised you didn't say the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But yeah, I'm, you know yeah, what? No, yeah. no, no. I you should stick with your answer. You well, have three, and the Football you, Hall of Fame's there too. Yeah, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's in yeah. Canton. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, my brother. Uh, so the, the the kind of pet that you think is the strangest pet that other people have is? I do think it's odd when people have like those pigs, like the potbelly pigs. Okay. Uh, didn't George Clooney have one of those for a while? I think that's odd. If, if George um, Clooney has it, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. It's just weird having a pig, and, and I guess they make great pets. Um, I think that, but also those like little toy dogs that people carry around as a purse. Yeah. Those are, and I love dogs. Like I am a big fan of the dog. Right. But those those are just weird. Don't get yeah. that. Either one, both. Okay. So that, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, Kirby, and I'm sticking to it. I like it. All right, Kirby, last one. Besides the 11-month annual uh, state-mandated winter in Ohio, the one thing you would change about your state is blank. Uh, The number of days with sunshine. Um, Yeah, and and again, this is one of those things I feel like I haven't been like, oh, my God, Ohio's the best state ever. I love Ohio, but Mm -hmm. I will say it's just math. I mean, you go down to Florida and you go to Clearwater, like 350 days a year literally are sunshine. We don't have that, and that is – I love the days where there are sunshine. So if I would change one thing, more days with sunshine. More days with sunshine. Awesome. Do you have another one for me? I've lost count at this point. Totally fine. I've got one more for you. All right. The kind of pet that – totally intrigues you but you probably would never have is hmm. probably a cat i guess i don't really I okay don't, yeah i don't love cats yeah. um like i said they're not the most lovable at least my experience lovable creatures but i do think they're highly intelligent and yeah. that intrigues me oh you know what i'm changing my answer how about a monkey a monkey Ooh. would be fun oh i, I actually think that'd be fun not like a really cool chimpanzee that if you piss it off would rip off your face because it got like super, <laughs> because it got like super really super like monkey strong on you. Yeah, that's um, funny. So yeah, I, I'd say monkey chimpanzee Kirby. Okay, I like it. All right, Kirby, rapid fire. Let's go over this for the 18th time this week. Yep. Rapid fire. We're going to give you two choices. Two choices only. Yep. One or the other. There's no wrong answers. Trust me. This week I've asked you these ones enough times. There's not any wrong answers, <laughs> yes. Kirby. I'm, I'm down. 
All right, are you ready now? Let's do it. I've got a theme. These are one-hit wonders because I thought actually you'd be sending people to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so I thought (laughs) one-hit wonders would be a good theme. Are you ready, sir? Yes. The Final Countdown by Europe or Play That Funky Music by Wild Cherry? Play That Funky Music. Mexican Radio by Wall of Voodoo or I Want Candy by Bow Wow Wow? Yeah, I'm on a Mexican radio. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Ring My Bell by Anita Ward or Funky Town by Lips, Inc.? Uh, Coshocton is the funky town, so I'm going with that. No one's ever said that. Turning, <laughs> Japan- <laughs> Turning Japanese by The Vapors or Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum? Turning Japanese. What's Up by Four Non Blondes or Too Shy by Kajagugu? Too Shy because Kajagugu is fun to say. It is. Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry or It's Six Seven Five Three O Nine by Tommy Two Tone. Tommy Two Tones and Six Five Seven Five Three O Nine or whatever. Excellent. Mississippi Queen by Mountain or You Spin Me Right Round, Baby, Right Round Like a Record Baby, Round, 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 Round by Dead or Alive. Uh, that last one, Dead or okay. Alive. Okay. What I Am by Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians or No Rain by Blind Melon. What I Am, I think. I Ran by Flock of Seagulls or Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Ah, go Tainted Love on that one. What is Love by Hathaway or 99 Luft Ballons by Nina. Even though my head is bobbing, with the, I'm going to go with the 99 Luft Balloons. You're, doing, you're killing it. I'm telling you, you're killing it this week. <laughs> okay. Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners or Take On Me by AHA. Oh, those are good ones, but I'm going Come On Eileen. Uh, boy, I think you're wrong on that one. Okay. Last one, Kirby. I Touch Myself by Divinals or <laughs> Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground? I'm going Sex and Candy on that one. All right. I don't have the energy to correct you today, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think this is the first podcast we've ever done, Kirby, that's gone from tipsy to really tired to exasperated <laughs> trying to get this recorded. So I yes. appreciate your patience, and I appreciate the patience of our listeners. Another thing I appreciate, Kirby? That's that, Bill. Oh, Kirby, that'd be good. The people come and skew. You know, all they do is focused on helping modern distributors remove friction from the buying process, and that's from ideation to invoicing. CommSkew is going to help you streamline your workflow, connect your teams, impress your clients, collaborate with suppliers, and grow your business. If you want to learn more about how CommSkew can remove friction from your workflow, go ahead and visit them at CommSkew.com. You won't be sorry that you did, Kirby. I can't thank you enough this week uh, for bearing with our technology issues. That's been fun, buddy. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.